This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. It's a Friday, Friday. Spring is in the air. Tulips are popping out of the ground. They're coming up through the snow. Had all the doors open the other day. And then I hear the snowstorms on the way. Welcome to March in Canada. Uh, we have a special guest today, our newest Bet Rivers employee. And, um, I like this interview because I have, uh, usually I write out a few questions or something. I got no notes. <laughs> no, no notes. Some would call that not prepared. I call it flying by the seat of your pants because she's an easy person to talk to and you're really going to enjoy her if you don't know her yet. Julie Stewart. Binks. Binksy. Oh, hi, Toolsy. That's the biggest compliment ever that you didn't have any questions planned out because then it is, you are relying, that's, I mean, it's a big gamble. You are relying on this being anything worthwhile that we could talk about that would be interesting. But we do tend to go off the rails a lot. And I think that yeah. that's also something that's great content. Off the rails uh, is a great podcast title, I feel too. Off the rails is probably taken. Um, yeah, actually, most of them are taken. So with your name, when the Star Wars movie with Jar Jar Binks came out, did it oh, uh, almost ruin your life? Well, I was like 10 or whatever. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Until I realized that Jar Jar Binks was the worst Star Wars character of all time. He and is then the everyone... most hated. I've never seen the movies, but I, from my understanding, he's the most hated Star Wars character of all time. Yes. Most hated Star Wars character. A lot of people brought it up. I dressed up as Jar Jar Binks for Halloween when I was like 12. No, not a good idea. Thought it was so <laughs> cool, obviously. And then actually my mom was able to, because my mom, Georgie Binks, who is a force, she was able to get in touch with George Lucas. Not what? for herself, what? but like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had a friend who knew George Lucas and was able to ask George Lucas if Jar Jar Binks was based off of her name. Because I guess when he was writing Star Wars, he was in Toronto. And my mom used to be on the radio in Toronto in on CBC. So she thought, like, Georgie Binks sounds a lot like Jar Jar Binks. And the person asked George Lucas at, like, an event and he was the my mom's friend was like so my my friend georgie banks and he was like no it's it's not related to her like he they, they didn't even have to ask the question he's like apparently some woman named diane vader thought she was darth vader and there's like all these people's names are so close to like what star wars characters names are so 
I mean, but we did get close enough to to find out if we were the reason why Jar Jar Banks was created. And I'm glad to hear that it's not because but, that would be pretty embarrassing. But really, do you think George Lucas, if he's taken the name from someone, is going to say, yep, took it from them because that person's coming looking for royalties. So he's playing that's, it close to the vest. Very, and he's like, no, 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 this is all my creation. I got this from nowhere. Yeah, that's really true. I hadn't ever thought about that side of it because you're right. Everyone... If you're ever like, oh, were you inspired by this or did you get this idea from that? You're not gonna be like, yeah, I w- when I was walking down the street and I saw the green W sign, I was like, I'm going to do my font in green W. I'm looking at the W sign. It's green right now. That's the hotel across the water. Because then, right, yeah, people are going to come come crawling for that cash, especially in the U.S. It's all about who you can sue, when, where, why, how. Yeah, you can't do that in Canada. It's very limited up here, which is kind of a good thing. I think it's good. Yeah. Because, like, when I got rear-ended in L.A. on the the 405, a very very L.A. thing for me to say, everyone's like, you're suing, right? Like, you're going to sue? And I was just, I, I hadn't thought about suing. I mean, I did. Got some of that cash. But, you know, everyone, everyone sues everyone there. Um, Binksy, you have, uh, you've lived in Toronto. Uh, you've lived in Regina. You've lived in Los Angeles. You've lived in Mm -hmm. New York city. Am I missing any cities you've lived in? Yeah. Kingston, Ontario and London, England. Okay. We're going to, we're going to run through the list here. Starting far right. London, England pros and cons of that great, great city. Uh, my my con, if I can jump in, is the weight of their money. If you have coins, e- it's heavy. Those pounds, baby. Those those are they've just got an extra extra little bit. That's they do have than, an extra little bit. Yes, you're like it's more than I the feel loonies rich, and but really, I've got two bucks on me. Yes, I, yeah. The downside of London is is going to be how much it costs. There and also that in drinking establishments it closes early at eleven p.m. But that means everyone just starts drinking earlier uh, at like eleven a.m. I really enjoyed the. Um, it was just so international. Like everyone was from wherever, and no one really, no one really was on like a schedule. It was all just like whatever all the time. Like hey, we're gonna work a little bit, and then we're just gonna go to the pub for the rest of the day, and like. Whatever it was, it was very fun. I liked it a lot. Could just cost a lot of a lot. vomit too because of that day drinking. When Jay and I would walk to our set at, in Trafalgar Square, we would walk through this maze of people out drinking in the middle of the afternoon and just piles of vomit. Yes, like landmines. I saw that this weekend in New York City as it was St. Patrick's Day for Ew. like five hundred days here, and it was, <laughs> it was. It was rough walking by this girl where her friend was holding her hair back at like 2 p.m. on a Saturday. I was like, oh, man. Like, do I miss that? Nope. No. Would I ever go back to that? Nope. I just can't even imagine that. Oh, God. Whatever. And it's Um, green puke. And And it was probably green puke everywhere. It was probably green puke. Yes. As regardless of the time of the season. But yes, it probably was. Um, Okay. So so we got London. We got London taken care of. Let's uh, now get into Canada. And we've got uh, your hometown of Toronto, Ontario. A very few Although people. Kingston is more, if we're going 
across the world. Okay, I guess, yeah, Kingston is more easterly. So let's, uh, the home of the tragically hip. Love the city so much. It is, it's, it's, it's right down on Lake Ontario. Great little um, restaurants, bars, like the culture of the whole city, the limestone city. Queens, I went there. I know the city hates Queens, but <laughs> I lived there afterward and like interned at CKWS, which is now Global Kingston, I think. Just had the time of my life, of course. Really embraced the student culture and then the living in the Kingston culture. So I liked it's it, you know, easy to get around and 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 do stuff and beautiful. And then of course, um home of the tragically hip and did you ever see the hip perform in kingston no Hmm. i only saw them that one time at the will turn in la when we went i didn't you were there right i i was back you missed it yeah yeah you missed you missed one hell of a night i know it would have been my last time seeing them it was probably your last time seeing them as well it was yeah and we went to the canadian consulate ahead of time and i think actually my my friend my dear friend lenny R.I.P. He partied with Gord Downey that night. Like, Very what cool. a wild world. Um, but then, yeah, downside of Kingston, uh, the city hating you is a Queen student, pretty much. Ah. And when I went to get my driver's license, I thought wearing my Queen's rugby shirt would be like, oh, she's a student. Like, she knows how to do student stuff. Must be smart. No, that was a real bad call. Don't another, associate yourself Another with downside that to Kingston? Paul Bernardo lives there. Oh, well, he's in maximum security prison, right? Yeah, but he's still there. That would always be in the back of my mind. I'm like, if I drive you know by that prison, Americans I'm like, don't he's know in about there. they don't know Paul Paul Bernardo. Good. Well, they don't know anything about the story. It's a wacko story. And also, he's there. another another side tangent. When they were going investigating Paul Bernardo, um, he had called my dad looking for storage space at my dad's office in Lewiston in uh, whatever, near Buffalo. So they called my dad being like, why did Paul Bernardo call you? And he was like, oh, that guy called looking for like storage space, but Wait, I didn't give it to him. your father spoke on the <laughs> phone to Paul Bernardo. Yeah. Oh, man, Before that sends he knew, chills like, well, up my spine. I know, I know, I know. So he didn't know, like, he was looking for storage space probably to like, for bad things and you know all the stuff he did i'm not gonna say it but like so it's like dad wow man like it's good you didn't rent that space to paul bernardo like our lives would have been real different right now murderers don't (laughs) rent storage space to put furniture in no okay let's (laughs) let's let's get off paul bernardo and move to regina a sit Regina is a city. Wait, we missed Toronto. We missed Toronto. Oh, crap. I forgot West. about Toronto. Uh, Toronto is a city in which it's very rare you find people that were born there because everyone's from outside Toronto. That's what I find. Yeah. It's very rare that you you meet someone. You're like, oh, you're actually you were born in Toronto and you lived there. And that, that's you. That's me. That's what everyone says. They go, OK, you're from Toronto. But like, you know, what? What place outside? I was like, no, like this, the the city of Toronto is where I grew up, which was great. I loved growing up there. I I was a tour guide there, so I on a double decker bus, so I got to really know Toronto very well. 
Um, so what was the highlight of? So I've always seen those double decker buses, and I have this complaint about Toronto. If you bring it a guest there from out of town, you're like, what the hell do you show them? Like in Ottawa, it's endless what you can show them. In Toronto, you're like, do I take them up the CN Tower? Do I point out the 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 Rogers Center? Do I show them where the Leafs play? What was the highlight of that uh, that double decker bus? I mean, it can't go wrong with Castelloma. Like, <laughs> it's a, that's a castle in the middle of the city, and it's an hour tourist place. Yeah, I've tried to. Th- I mean, we'd start at Dundas Square downtown. That's like the Times Square of Toronto, and then just make our way up, up and around beautiful Young Street and whatever. Castle was kind of our loop. But then Kensington Market was cool to kind of go by through there and be like, hey, these are like all the whatever. I tell people to go there. It's a little like, you know, got to be in the mood for Kensington Market. Um, yeah, watch out for Raccoon. Yeah, Harborfront, definitely. And all of the different, they have so much live music and like events going on downtown. I would tell people that because like they're free a lot of the time. And then, um, but we also had to, we had like sponsorships too, where it'd be like, you got to go to the Hard Rock Cafe. Like (laughs) it's great. It's now gone. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't exist. Did you Um, ever have to kick anyone off? Did you ever have to kick anyone off the bus? And what was the largest tip you ever got? Nope. Uh, zero and zero. I don't think I ever got a tip. And no, I think someone gave me like five bucks once. Um, and then never kicked anyone off. Okay. But I had to, you had to work your way up, right? Like you started at the bottom of like just taking tickets as, you know, selling tickets for people as I got off to like, oh, we're at the ROM. We're at the ROM right now. Blah, blah, blah. Here's your ticket. You can get it, buy it from us for cheaper. And then you worked your way up to being like the actual one on the mic. And I remember when I did my first tour and you got like evaluated, they were like, you said like 25 things wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All your information, all your information is incorrect. Do you even know what city you're in? They're like, you are so stupid at your own city. You (laughs) told people the wrong thing about everything. I was like, I guess I failed. They're like, no, get back here tomorrow. Actually, the tours were so wild because you would do like a two-hour tour, and then you'd have five minutes to go to the bathroom at the Hard Rock Cafe. I'd like chug a Red Bull and then get back on that bus and start, start the tour again. And then it'd be like five more minutes, start the tour again. It was, it was a lot. Um, but um, yeah, I love I love Toronto, but I never lived there as an adult, Toolsy. I left basically okay. when I was like 18 to go to London and then came back, but only worked for a bit. So I don't know what it's like to be an adult there. So people now are like, where are the hotspots? Like, where do I go for dinner? I'm like, I, I don't know. Um, like uh, the old spaghetti factory, <laughs> like <laughs> the pickle barrel inside the Eaton Center. Yeah, the pickle barrel. <laughs> uh, like, actually. If, if uh, someone's listening and they're planning a trip to Toronto this summer, is the double-decker tour experience worth the money or skip it? Oh, go on it for sure. Okay. If you've never okay. been to Toronto, yeah. You know what? I think they're great. There's a double-decker bus comes by my apartment every day because it's a celebrity tour. (laughs) Ha-ha, jokes. Um, And (laughs) I always see people, like, drinking on it. Like, I'm like, oh, people are just, like, boozing on these, like, double-decker buses. All right. 
That's America. You drink everywhere. Yeah, it's America. Uh, okay, let's let's head to Regina now, and this is a city that. Wait, um, Winnipeg. I lived. In, oh, I forgot. I live in Winnipeg. The, what the? When did you live there? Yeah, yeah, lived in Winnipeg. Uh, Twenty eleven. That was my first full time job. Fox Soccer Report out of Winnipeg. I love Winnipeg. Winnipeg is a hidden gem. It is. I love Winnipeg. I cried my eyes out when I left Winnipeg. I loved it there. I was there when the Jets came back, 2.0. It was the best, Home of my best favorite of my band, life. The Watchmen. Okay. Nice. You don't know the you don't know the Watchmen, do you? Nope, I don't know. Okay. But I'm gonna listen to them now. Um, so you got the forks in Winnipeg, and I'm sure the, the drawback is the winter in Winnipeg. Yeah, but luckily for me, I moved there in June June and I left in October. Mm. You got to see all Pretty those dragonflies. Move. Did you have you ever seen so many dragonflies as you saw in Winnipeg? No, there were so many dragonflies, and also I've never seen so many people eat like dill dip. Holy smokes, chicken fingers with dill? Oh, what a delicacy. It's like a Winnipeg thing. Okay, it's I like this. So good. Oh my gosh. Like a dill, a dill. Oh, it's so good. I wish it was not just in Winnipeg. Had the best well, time you could of my probably life. Make we that on your whisk. own. Just get some fresh dill and put it in mayo, right? Ugh, maybe not mayo, but like something else. Um, I think though that it was, I made friends. This is where I made some friends where I just tweeted like, I love Winnipeg so much. It would be so much more fun with friends. And then people were like, you should be my friend or my friend. And then I made friends. And then those friends, I was like in one of their weddings, went to their other wedding, still friends with them to this day. You made your first ever, you made your first ever friends of your life in Winnipeg. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have any before then. It was uh, a good summer. Let, let's head to Regina. This is a city yes. that's uh, that gets the crap kicked out of it all the time. It's it's the butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah. Show it some love. Show Regina the love it deserves. Really, truly. It's, you know what? I think people are, as when I came to the States, and I would tell people, yeah, I, I uh, worked in Regina. It would just be like record scratch, like stop. <laughs> like, what did you just say? And I was like, yeah, Regina. And they, they they would laugh and laugh and laugh. I'm like, oh, right. When I was five years old and I heard about Regina, we laughed then, right? When we were five. Mm-hmm. So then I now, since then I had started saying like, I worked in a city in Saskatchewan, which is above North Dakota. And then I'd be like to Americans like, North Dakota is like th- in this part of America, like it's just whatever. Here is you got to explain everything to Americans. Um, anyway, and so, but then the other day, someone like t- was talking about uh, the Regina Pats to me, like an American from Dallas, and and I was just like, oh my gosh, like what? I was like, what? And not about Connor Bedard. It was like about like in the past, like uh, so. I was so pumped. So I think. I give credit to the people of Regina for taking it in stride of everyone being like, hoo, 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 like, it's so funny. It's whatever, you know, city that rhymes with fun or all this kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. But it was a, it was a good time there. Made some good friends. And you guys were, you and Jay came, I remember, mm-hmm. to Regina. Did like a We did little- a sportsman's dinner. 
Yes, that was it. That was it. And I made some really good friends there. And I mean, worked my ass off there, though, like because there's just no there's so many sports to cover. And there was just not a lot of not a lot of people (laughs) working at the old CK CK, but made some great friends. And we um, I did not cry when I left Regina, but (laughs) I was there for two years and I kind of thought. This might be it, Julie. Like, <laughs> this might be where you end up because there's no one taking your calls in Barrie or Edmonton or anywhere else that would be like the next step up. And then, lo and behold, Los Angeles. Yeah, came you're the into first the person. <laughs> you're the first person in broadcast history to go from being on TV in Regina to working on TV in Los Angeles. <laughs> And it was it was one hundred percent a mistake on Fox's part for sure. <laughs> no, um, it actually, wasn't. It I, was I mean, L.A. It was. No, it wasn't. We had a blast uh, in Russia. We got to cover the Olympics <sighs> together. We got to launch a network in the United States. Um, it was the best fun. time ever. It was yes. so much fun. I look back on it obviously through rose colored glasses, and it was though the best time ever. It was so, so cool. And I just remember that photo shoot. I'll never forget it. I was like, because you guys too. I mean, I grew up idolizing you and Jay. And I was like, oh my God, I'm included in random articles being like, Jay and Dan and Julie Stewart Banks go to LA, Fox Force One. I'm like, oh, I, yeah, me, yeah, me, all of the three of us all together decided to go down there. <laughs> like, I was in Regina. They were in Toronto. We did. It was a group decision. We're like, Banksy, we aren't going without you. (laughs) It was a group decision. You guys just flew over, picked me up on the way down there. And um, it it was great. Everyone was so fun. I try to explain it. Who who told someone, this girl I met this weekend in New York was like, how did you make friends in LA? And I said, well, we're really lucky because we all came together at the same time. It's like, we all came to summer camp and we'd never been to summer camp before. And we were like, Oh, we now have all built-in friends from all over, which is why Ryan Field, who had come from Detroit, and Molly McGrath from Boston, and Don Bell from ESPN, like everyone, we're all together, and Andy Roddick, and Carissa, and like all these people came from all over, and we all just then became friends, and so that was like... And and you and I had like, we were each other's backup friends, if we had no plans, we're like, I guess we're hanging out this weekend. Yeah, we were like, well, I guess it's only... (laughs) I only have Dan as, I was like, Dan's my friend. And you're like, well, I guess Julie's around. So I guess we'll hang out. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> we were Banksy in made, corporate Banksy housing made the, the wrong other. decision to, because uh, she was working for the Ducks. And you invited me to a Ducks game once. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go. I proceeded. And once I, you're like, oh, I have these friends who have a suite. And I'm like, those are words you shouldn't say to Dan, who was drinking heavily at the time, and I got obliterated. You had to drive me home. <laughs> I'll never forget that. What you, you got to, which, by the way, even if you had had a couple wobbly pops, I was obviously working. I would have driven you home anyway. But it's because we, we took like a limo. Do you remember this? To like another, I don't think, actually, oh, yeah. you would remember because you, re- you remembered every detail of this evening, which, blows my mind oh yeah we went to what i in my mind was like the most happening club on earth but it was probably like 20 people there 
no, no, no. We went in a limo to one of the most happening clubs on earth. Like, was it Steve Ruchin or something that took us there? I just remember you got kicked out of the DJ booth and it was like, (laughs) I had to take you home. And, (laughs) but you would not, what I will give you credit for, Dan, is like, you don't, you never stop. Like you, you, you weren't someone that just like sat on a couch and passed out. It was like, you were like a zombie that was, you were weekend at Bernie's, like literally (laughs) you just were never stopped it was like it was like at some point dan's gonna sit down and like pass out it was like nope dan is awake and alive and and And, and you're watching the entire thing you're like i gotta drive him home oh crap i drove you home and all you wanted to listen to was roses from the chain smokers oh what a song that's my (laughs) dream they they play a pool party in vegas uh they do a sunday pool party and if that comes on when i'm there i will I will cry probably. You will pee in the pool. You'll be so excited. No, no, I don't enter. I do not enter the pools at pool parties in Vegas. No chance. No way. They are okay. So L.A. uh, The pros and cons. Loved it there. Pros, weather, pretty much weather, and you know me. I love my la la land dreams. Anything is possible. You know, I love seeing like. All the where like the studio sets and like ah, there's just the the potential of probably fame. That sounds like really vapid, but I mean like you know what I mean that old school Hollywood type of vibe. Yes, we I, I, I tell people that we worked on a working Hollywood set. Like there was I don't know twenty sound stages, and I I remember at it one was point, so cool. Yeah, people were like. uh the Rolling Stones were rehearsing in one of the sound stages for like a month and no one knew. Wow. And I'm like, I that, guess that's not info. They just pass around. That's how tight lipped people are. <laughs> you don't know what's going on in any of the sound stages. So cool. And even like Bruno Mars did one. Um, you, uh, I forget what song it is, but one of them, which I can't sing on this. Uptown anyway, Funk. He filmed, yeah. Filmed it outside by the that's parking. Right. right? And they've like revamped that, that all. Where they they uh, completely did New York Street. They they did. Yeah, it's uh, completely renovated. Banksy, we got to get to New York because we're running out of time. And New York City, last on the list. Love it. There is there is there is always something to do, no matter what. The energy here. No one cares what you do, who you are, whatever, as long as you are not a jerk. And you just meet people from all facets of life. Do whatever you want. Always new restaurant events thing to do, and it it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. You got to be like, I gotta ghost like everyone for a weekend and just sit inside. But it's just, it's literally the opposite of LA, where I felt like my my brain cells were dwindling, and I was like retired on the beach, which was really nice and a first world problem. But I was like, yo. You gotta, you gotta get going here and like work. And here, it's really cool. And again, no one cares what you do or who you are or anything like that. That's what Jay Z said, right? It's like you hit the streets, like no one, no one gives an f. And so I love that. What I hate is how goddamn expensive this place is. It is actually like criminal. The city, yeah. how much money it costs to do anything. It's like you literally are like one dollar in, one dollar out. You're like. You have to like even if you make you. They say to be comfortable in New York, you have to make one point five million dollars. Yikes! To be comfortable, to just be like, 
hey, I've got an apartment in New York City. You have to make a $1.5 million. So you're very, like, most people here don't have savings. You don't have, like, a house. You don't, you definitely don't have, like, any whatever. You just have an apartment and you go out and you have fun. So the other drawback that New York has, there's mystery oh. puddles. There's mystery puddles everywhere at all times. Yes. And there's a lot of garbage and there's a lot of cockroaches and there's a lot of rats and there's a lot oh, of mice. Rats. rats. When long outdoor tails. dining, I, I went to outdoor dining uh, not too long ago, like whatever. I, I don't even know what month it is. A couple months ago. The, the mice were like jumping on the tables because they were so comfortable. Oh, and I was like, God. yeah, I'm out. Like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, so, But it's a great city. You know, I love it here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Banksy, we've done our uh, our geography tour of everywhere you lived. Um, now, Thanks. we should touch upon the, the fact that you are working with us now at Bet Rivers. So mm-hmm. I mentioned this on Boomsies. Uh, well, you mentioned it. You're going to be doing drinks with Banks. You're going to be doing well, a like podcast. Well, a version, like a version of drinks with Banks. Like and you're going to be evo- doing a podcast. Let's call it an evolution. Uh, an evolution. Uh, your podcast is called Boomsiers. Yes, Boomsiers. <laughs> Boomsiers. Do you have a name? Can we, <laughs> can we spitball names for your podcast? Well, I have like I have a name for it, but I want to like talk to some of the people I'm going to be working with before I'm just like this is the name of the show because as I've learned through the last couple weeks where I've been working with um someone on mental Okay, this is really cool. I'll leave you I'll leave everyone listening with this idea. Okay, so if you're ever trying to come up with ideas, brainstorming, maybe you're in a conflict with people at work or at home. Always assume that the other person is 10% right versus 90% wrong or 100% wrong. So if they're 10% right, they something they're saying is is worth, you know, building on or listening to, and that means you have to listen to it, right? Because when we're brainstorming ideas with people, we're talking to people, we don't listen to them. We just think about the point we want to make next, right? And we usually just shut them down. So I've been... Very interested in this idea of like, say someone suggests a really bad idea for a show name, like, I don't know, uh, Lamp. I'm just looking at that. And I didn't mean oh, to do that. Oh, my boss like, did that with the name for Boomsies. It was like, Dan O'Toole talks to interesting people or something. And I told him, no. <laughs> like, yeah. that was the original say, name. And uh, like, I, I, yeah, some some names are just bad and you have to tell people that they're bad. And, and and see, you can have a really bad idea, but what you would say is, what I like about that idea <laughs> it's is- It's got my name in it. <laughs> is that it has my name in it, and it's about interviewing, and it's about talking to people and getting something out of them. What if we build on that, and then you, you, you it's like, yes, and. It's like improv. So you go, what I like about that is this. Why don't we try this bit? And you go back and forth so that also people don't feel so shut down and like- I suggested a name to my boyfriend that I thought for the show. And he was like, nope. And I was like, that's. <laughs> I like that guy. I like, that I like him the already. Wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes and you just got to be direct. I like being direct. Nope. Next. <laughs> nope. Nope. Next. next. Okay. Yeah. Dan, before I had my shows at, um, at Fubo, my old company, I remember the first day they like showed me what the name of my show would be that they had already decided and worked on. And it was a whole 
a whole promo of it. And it was, what the hell happened out there with Julie Stewart Banks? And I was like, <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> what the hell happened? Like, that just, that's not, no. I was like, do you know how much crap I'm going to get from all of the trolls and haters? Like how much they will lick their chops with the name of what the hell happened out there with Julie Stewart Banks? Like, <laughs> Uh, see, okay, I'm going to use some of your tips. I like the start of it. What the hell with Julie Stewart Binks? There's, what about, a, there's a show. What I like about that is is the idea of, of a sort of, oh, what's going on? I'm not so sure about the, the swearing aspect of it in a title. That's not swearing. Some people hell's get, not. Hell's some, not a swear word. I know. But you know when you're trying to get people on your show and their PR people and stuff are like, Oh, like with the drinking thing, there's a certain four-letter company that would be like, you cannot, no one can have alcohol, only water or coffee. And I was like, that's fine. This doesn't mean alcohol. Like, it doesn't mean at all. Like, it was like they were scared. And I had a couple people who were also sober who were like, I don't think I can come on your show because of, of the drinking. I was like, no, no, no. It doesn't mean alcohol. It means just like water. It's just a vehicle, really, to have a conversation, you know? Sometimes people get the wrong idea with the title, so I don't want people to get, I get it. the wrong idea. How about tea Which with Binks? Yeah, tea with Binks. People will be like, caffeine makes your heart. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're good at that. You're so good with, uh, what was your voice that you used, you did? Oh, like my internet troll thing? voice? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you are like people getting drunk. Oh, that must be nice feeding their addictions. Yeah. There we go. There we go. That's the internet voice. Yeah. Thank I you. had a guy the other day being like, oh, I thought you would love New York because you're so woke and liberal. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't respond. And he's like, he's like, I wasn't meaning to say that in a mean way. I just, I, I just thought you liked New York. That, that was it. Am I like, okay? This, these people are ridiculous. <laughs> and so he would have done that too. Some people just want an interaction, and if you like, come back at their hate and say, "Hey, man, peace and love." They're like, "Hey, no, big fan, big fan." I didn't mean anything. <laughs> I know. I like to go back at them some sometimes, unless I get if I get a really good one that's like, ooh licking my chops like i will i will dance with them i will not like say i i need to come up with like a good comeback toward them and so i did that to one guy once he said something mean to me about the way i looked or something like that and then i said something back to him and then but not about his face but he was like why would you message me that and i'm like why why would you message me about me my face or something he's like i never said anything i'm like <laughs> Are you gaslighting me now? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You aren't even talking to me right now. What? Is I was just happening? like, what's going on here? But most of the time now, I will tell you, they tell you to look at for your content, what people engagement, not likes, but engagement. Um, filming cruise ships from my apartment is some of the highest rated content I've ever had. <laughs> just filming cruise ships. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Cruising with Binks. Yes. I like it. Cruising with Binks. Maybe like a, a we could, yeah. 
Hey, Binksy, have you have you ever done the Seinfeld City tour in New York? I have not. I have to. Okay. Uh, I've we'll done do that obviously when, uh, the we... Sex in the City yeah, tour. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan, I was an extra in the next season of Sex in the City. Really? Are you seen in the? Are you seen in the I show? Haven't, it hasn't shown, obviously, aired yet, but oh, I, I saw the paparazzi photo they took of them, and I, I'm in it, like, obviously, as an extra. Like, my head is blurred in the background. I give those extras credit. That is a tough job. You're standing around all day. Well, we were luckily sitting in a restaurant for, like, eight hours. And you can't talk. You put your the very intense mask on when you're not there. Mask off when you're shooting. And you have to like mime. I forgot you have to like mime at a restaurant. At Binks, we have extras in my uh, Bet Rivers commercials. And they are there when I arrive. And they're still there when I leave. And I'm just like, hi. So they, but they've they've got it all figured out. They they bring their books. Some of them are like doing or something. Yes, they have a lot of readers. A lot of, everyone's reading and then everyone found it such a fascinating world where we'd be between takes and someone's like, oh, I just booked like a stand in on succession for tomorrow. And I was, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> but like, it's like a different world. It'd be like the acting world, but in, in the extras, like, oh yeah, I just got like, I'm going to be whatever, a lieutenant outside of a, outside of a, a church at some protest rally. Like it's. It's, it's high very... pressure because you're always looking for the next gig. There's not, hey, I'm I'm a reoccurring extra in CSI New York. That just doesn't happen. So you're constantly looking for the next paycheck. Yes, yeah. And let me tell you, those paychecks are, are I could clean houses for more money than you make being an extra. Like it's just like a like a lot more money. I could be super rich <laughs> off of that. Um, but I will say it was cool because you get clean to like, and clean and house with Julie Stewart Banks. What See, would be this. this? What would be clean and house? Like I want to know. I want to know your. I want to know your dirty. Your dirty laundry, right? Oh, no one's coming on that show. <laughs> no one's airing their dirty laundry. That is the wrong approach. Airing Julie your Stewart dirty Banks. laundry. Um, secret for secret. I'll give you a secret. You give me a secret. Okay. So that mm-hmm. definitely has people's attention because they're like, oh, I like secrets. I want to hear some. Yeah. I think you might want to expand on that one. Booking people, though, would be hard because they're like, but what if we don't want to give a secret? I'd be like, what if I give one? They're yeah. like, you're nobody. You're like, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, different title. But you know the cruising? Yep. So this is why it's good you didn't come up with the questions because it's like I, I will talk to a wall for 45 minutes is – I have had like cruise cruises reach out to me about like partnering with them. And I'm like, I'm not a cruise girl. I've been very open about that. I saw Titanic. I ain't going on one of those. And that's but, where uh, any new virus begins on a cruise. Yes. Yes. And, and COVID and Bill Burr's jokes about cruise ships, which I won't go into right now. Um, and I was like, but if like a cruise ship was to offer me, like a like to do my show from there and we don't run into an iceberg and it's not like the worst people in the world on it then like maybe you know hey never say never leave the door uh completely closed always leave it a well, little well i close a lot of doors 
I've closed a lot of doors, Toolsy. <laughs> Yeah. My door's wide open. Literally right now, the door to my, because uh, it's a nice spring day and all the doors are open. So there could be people in my What's, home. They can just walk is in. Is a nice spring spring day in Canada like plus four degrees Celsius? It's like seven degrees Celsius. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know that that's a nice spring. That's what my mom says. She'll call me be like, it's going to be five today. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> But five in Canada, when the sun is shining and there's no wind, is like 25 degrees in L.A. Yeah. It's it's it just hits different. Yeah. Especially at this time of the year where it's like there's hope, right? Like like with the sun going down a bit later, you're like, it feels it's playoff hockey time. I'm like, oh, God, this is the best time of the year. Producer Tim knows. I know you're feeling it. It's like just that time of the year. Just takes me back to the Leafs beating the Sens back in the early days of the playoffs because those are my only good playoff memories that I can remember. <laughs> and it just feels good. Feels real good. Can't wait. First round uh, is my favorite round. First round of the Stanley Cup playoffs is my favorite thing in all of sports. Best round. Aside from the Masters. Uh, Banksy, I think- uh, go ahead. <laughs> You're like, can you just shut the f- up? <laughs> no, no, I would never say that. Giving you enough you know, I've time never on told this that, part. You know, I've never told anyone to shut up in my life. Yeah, that's like, do you just say, part, would you please? No, I just, talking? I would just don't say that. Like one of my daughters said it, I don't know, a month ago. I'm like, we don't say those words in this house. That's we it. My mom that. also was very, like, you shut up is very rude, right? It is. I just find it very, yeah, very. Super rude. Just harsh harsh you have to just you have to you just have to wrap them up right um and and name calling no name calling like being called a dummy or calling someone stupid i've never done that maybe i've called buddies dummies but i've never said hey you're stupid or something to someone's face i just find that very rude yeah i think i think only when i've gotten into fights with like boyfriends or ex-boyfriends have i really gone Deep into the old jar of things I shouldn't say. Oh, let's you know? dive into this, Binksy. We got an extra twenty <laughs> minutes now. <laughs> the old, like, you know, get the bleep out of here. Like, I never want to bleeping see you again. Like, you annoy the bleep out of me. <laughs> Is this all one person. This is all one sentence. Just <laughs> oh, these are just you know. This is this is relatable content. People, you know, when you're you're like, oh gosh, oh it's um in uh, Happy Gilmore. My boyfriend says I'm like this all the time when he gets mad at the girlfriend and he's like, fine, beat him, get out of here. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, baby, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's apparently what my boyfriend says I like. So you know, that's what that's how things are going over here in the in the beautiful New York state of mind. Um, yeah, Billy no, Joel. I think Great first job. round. Yes, oh, so good. Um, first round's be so good. We're like right in. How the, are we about like, this? Is we're great- wrapping up. We aren't talking about the first round. Okay, sorry. I'm just pumped because I'm in New York, and finally people are like, oh. I mean, hockey is big, but it's not that big, you know, in America. New York, yep. bigger than other places. But, like, 
after the Aaron Rodgers stuff kind of settled and whatever, the baseball season technically hasn't started yet. It's like, and whatever, Knicks, blah, blah, blah. Um, It's like Patrick Kane, Devils, Islanders. Like, it's so, it's great. Patrick Kane, thank God, you saved us here. (laughs) You saved hockey in New York. Yeah, really, to be honest. That's going to get a lot of people here all mad because oh, it was still big before Patrick Kane was here, you know? Okay. I'm uh, going to we appreciate it. Liliquy. Uh, it's great having you um, on the Bet Rivers team. Yeah. Hey, you meet, uh, t- you meet producer Tim and Mike Francesa reunited. I know. Uh, it's uh, Mike uh, Francesa Mike won't stop it? talking about it. I know. <laughs> Remember when he had to even, promos for you and he Jay? He probably doesn't even know that this show exists. No, he definitely doesn't. But if you remember, like, when he had to read promos about you guys, and you guys had that little tete-a-tete, you know, which was great yeah. content. I'm pumped. We just got to keep recruiting all of our old buddies. <laughs> so we're eventually getting them all. Don't worry. Banksy, I'm pumped. Get out of here. Okay, but wait before I go. Can I? Oh. Can I come on one of your your um commercials sometime? I'll do it for free. Obviously, uh, anyway. that's Banksy. I have given. I give the the writers and the producers and the directors of these commercials are so sick of me because every time I go in, I'm like a. I'm like shot through a can. I'm like, okay, I was sleeping last night and I couldn't sleep, so I wrote this one down. I give them ideas, everything. Uh, they're they kind of tuned me out at this point. I so I just show up. So when they tell me, but I will definitely put your name in if they yeah, hear what I'm me, saying. Put in a good is a different word? story. Yes, because then my grandma could see me on TV, and my family would finally believe that I work in this industry. <laughs> of which they, I'm pretty sure my dad's like, I don't know what you're doing out there in New York and America, but like, please don't sell your body. You know, like. <laughs> This Jokes. is a hey, there. There's the name of your podcast. This is a real job with Julie Stewart Banks. Thanks, Banksy. Thanks, Tulsi. Looking forward to the the future. And you you can listen to me wrap it up here. Um, that's our good friend Julie Stewart Banks. You can find her on social media. Well, actually, you can chime in because I asked you before where can people find you in social media. I should have had this uh, written down. Oh, um, at JSB underscore TV on Twitter, and then. Instagram at Julie SB underscore. I got to get those all the same. Um, Let's have a little fun on the old TikTok o'clock at JSB. Yeah, you know me. So, um, and we'll be putting out some pods and content soon with Bet Rivers. There. Uh, Hopefully you wrote all that down because I didn't. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Welcome to Boomsies with Daniel Toosie. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.